right, but let's start. We're starting. It's rolling. Episode 13. Ooh. Woo! Yeah, 13. this is episode 13, and we're here with Natalia, Seth. We're homies, and I'm so excited because I I have a lot of creative crushes on people for the reason of one being talented. That's like the baseline. Yeah. But also for people who like lean in to what they love and have been doing it for a long time. Like the longevity, the evidence of longevity kind of shows me whatever in my mind and opinion that, oh, these people are like a really passionate, but also like have developed and evolved through that thing. And I think you're a shining thank you example also you're the queen of self-portraits and i'm not the king of self-portraits by any means but i love painting self-portraits i've done quite like a few dozen i love to do them but anyways welcome can you tell the audience that don't know you what you do what you're about okay well hi i'm really happy to be here (laughs) Uh, we're so happy (laughs) i'm so i have a billion questions but yeah oh my god i'm excited um i'm a surreal self-portrait artist i also take photos of other creatives and friends um and it's all very colorful all figments of my imagination spilled out into photographs and so i've been doing it for like eight years i could i know we're gonna get into the journey but yeah i've been doing it for eight years and It's been really, really fun. The fire is still going. That's awesome. And that's amazing because a lot of people's fires dwindle, I feel Mm -hmm. like. So photos specifically is the medium. Photography. Photos specifically, a lot of Photoshop. So I I just use it as like a canvas of like the photo and then I add a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because the element of Photoshop and being like, what what would you call that besides a Photoshop or like a compositor or like a video not video, but photographics artist. Like, is there a yeah. term uh, that I'm missing? Editor? I don't know. Yeah, photo, photo manipulator. manipulator. Yeah, so expert photo manipulator as yeah. well as photographer. So I would like the journey. Like, what got you into photography? I remember you were, we were talking when you were at the figure drawing session that you were real early to Instagram. And also, mm-hmm. you're only 21, right? Yes. And so, like, early to Instagram, you were so young. Like, what, yes. 15? When you started 13. 13 when you started doing these photos yeah yeah okay. i started when i was 13 i created an account on my mom's iphone because i was in middle school and had like a, a little slide phone or a flip phone mm-hmm. and so i didn't even have like an ipod or anything so i made an account i started with i was obsessed with like the tumblr girl look and okay. so i started kind of with those type of photos i always wanted to be creative and uh very cringy to start uh, Only looking back, though. Yeah, yeah. You were killing it in I, 2013. I, I was killing it as a prepubescent uh, yeah. Tumblr girl. It was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so glad I deleted those. Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> uh, and in then, the vault. yeah. After that, I found a girl who was also like in her teens, doing surreal self portraiture, and uh, she was like floating on clouds, like had a tiger next to her. Mm. And that made me like think, oh, I could do this too, because this seems like not that hard. And, and you so, liked it, or you thought it was cool? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, my mom is actually an artist, and so I've always been like in the creative mm. realm. And so I looked up apps on her phone that I could download, and asked for thirty minutes a day for her phone to take photos, and I would have her take photos of me and do like self-portraits um, or like take photos of stuff and then like edit them and post them to my Instagram. And slowly over time grew a following and found a really great community of other editors and photographers. And we helped each other grow by doing contests. And um, I used to host my own contests like every Sunday. It'd be like shout out Sundays. And wow. I shout out my followers that I like their work and then they would shout me out too. So it was kind of like a, I was very strategic early on. So this was, yeah, early days before like, yes. now I think of Instagram as just an innate app of everyone's live. But back then you're like, I was searching for apps to post on. Yeah. Instagram must have been so new. It was, it was very new. Yeah. And how many years, I mean, I just want a little mini timeline of what you just said. Like how mm-hmm. many years in did you start doing these every Sundays and you uh, following like yeah. hundreds of thousands or like a few thousand? This was like after the first couple of years. Uh, after the first year, I think I had gained like um, probably 50K. Wow. And that was, it, it was much easier, I think back then, but it, it was also the frequency of, that I was doing the contests and everything. And mm-hmm. so I had I had a lot of strategies. I made a lot of friends that like had like good connections. And so 
um, I was very determined. I was very determined. Yeah, child. focused. Yeah, very focused. And I uh, think, again, a theme of we always talk about with creatives who are on the podcast, because you liked it, because of the passion, not because anyone told you or mm-hmm. someone taught you, you discovered it for you, by you, you wanted to do it, you wanted to continue doing it. Yes, yes. It was, yeah. it was thrilling because it was nothing that I've ever, I've never been on social media before that point, like mm-hmm. at Facebook, but it was a thrilling platform. And also to like connect with strangers around the world that also yeah. do art was mm-hmm. really cool and to have people appreciate something that i made was also really cool and so um i i had that like little spark in me and my parents they eventually bought me my first dslr camera uh, in 2014 and they were very very hesitant about buying me that camera because they're like "Ah, this is a phase you're gonna (laughs) grow out of this in the next year probably a week because you're 14 Mm -hmm. and i was like no it's not a face. I really love photography. I but also the 50,000, like, was that any evidence your parents or they had no idea they weren't even like, oh, what is this? Like, you have a pretty big following. for so young. That's so yeah, crazy. Yeah. Back in, back in the day. They, I, I don't know if they really conceptualized how much like that was. Yeah. Um, and also I was a little more low key about my Instagram. So you're they, a humble pie. Humble pie. I didn't Not want them anymore. to know too much. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Big ego here. <laughs> yeah, right? You human rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> I just shout colors yeah. at you. You notice me right as I walk in. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Wait, so take me to, because I think paired with the passion I want to talk about is like actual technique. Because again, how did you learn all the photos? Because mm-hmm. now having a camera, everyone's a photographer, right. right? Like autofocus, also the AI that helps photos make good, like manually working with the camera dslr you know the lighting also just the photoshop technique like where did you learn all that i learned it all by myself i learned photoshop through youtube and trial and error my mom had a very elementary version of photoshop because she's an artist and so once i graduated from like the iphone apps i went to her software that she had and then that just opened the doors for so many more skills and the floodgates the floodgates yeah for sure because yeah. now you're you're in amazing like you're amazing awesome Thank and we're you. gonna pull Thank up you. some stuff a little later but um i always think and it, it's like the similar story we always talk about youtube university you know like kids especially younger yes. kids who like have interests how do i do this search it up yes on mother Frudgen youtube yeah and do it a lot and get better yeah. i love it yeah, um, because that's literally how I learned to do everything: painting, editing. And I think it's more motivating too to learn it by yourself because no one is really telling you anything. There's mm-hmm. like no authority figure. Like you go to school, people tell you to do things, and you're like, nah, okay. Mm-hmm. And you have homework, and it's kind of like more sucky. But by yourself, you're at your own pace, and and all your mistakes are your own. And you're like, well, totally. I could do this better. Yeah. So. It's, I think it's more rewarding to do it Yeah, and it's like a independent rite of passage, especially yes. if you maintain something. You're like, wow, look at these things I thought of that I wanted to make that I executed on. I failed a little, but then I mm-hmm. kept doing it. It's totally like a internal building um, block of something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I want to ask about the narrative like mm-hmm. that's what i love and again artists you know everyone's an artist blah, blah blah but you know art is kind of maybe a section of it is to tell stories or just explain visually you know through music but to tell stories i think all of your work even way far back we were doing deep dive all mm. the way down there's always some sort of story element or some sort of yeah. narrative or chronicle you know so was that something that was from the get-go like oh i want to take a picture of myself in a snowy scene and be like a nice princess. And then there's some little story behind that. And obviously now it's even more thorough and amazing. Mm-hmm. But can you speak to that? Like the narrative of all your work? Yeah, I have always wanted to create something. Well, I've always been drawn to surreal uh, photos and art. Mm. And I've always wanted to create something that you've never seen before. So I would see an mm. environment, I'd see like props. Uh, and I I think, how could I make this something that like someone has never scene and so my head would just like noodle through through a to a edit 
of how I could like fit all these puzzle pieces together mm-hmm. and uh, create a little story. So I do like to think of them as like little fairy tales. Or yeah. And OK, so now that you said it well, it makes me think. So it's just literally crazy, imaginative, you know, visions in your brain that you, you're like, oh, I just thought about it's never been real or I haven't seen it. Let me create it. Yes. And yes. the coolest thing apart again through the, your whole like I'm really trying to analyze your pie chart of um plethora of work it's like mm-hmm. you are the subject though you know yeah. like you're the living prop of your work right yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah literally yeah. and so how did like again you've been doing it for so long and you it, that's how it started right it was always taking pictures of yourself self-portraiture mm-hmm. but like how how have you felt about that and how has it evolved because clearly you're not sick of seeing yourself and <laughs> also i would think you have to have a lot of self-love to always yes. like but ha- is it been is it like now fully removed or let me rephrase this i think it actually is now that i'm thinking about it like a, a, an extremely efficient way to do your work because you're always in control it's you a hundred percent of the circle mm-hmm. conceptually executing the content the subject and you making it mm-hmm is that mediumly on point? Yes. Yeah, that is on point. <laughs> <laughs> that, the most confusing question <laughs> and or rant ever. <laughs> I mean, no, that is on point, though. I, I think me being the subject of all my photos or most of them um, has definitely helped with other things like my self-confidence and like mm. voice. Um, I, I do shoot other friends and creators, but and that's like a different process because I, I'm like now behind the lens mm-hmm. instead of like constantly going and checking and like seeing the details of my face because I'm way more picky about myself, of course. And so um, it's, it's helped me just accept more parts of myself that I didn't before because mm-hmm. I started so young and like had all these insecurities of like being in middle school. I'm like, oh, I'm not like pretty enough or like my hair. Bleh. And so it's it's helped me a lot with that and also um, with like making friends too social skills so i i attribute everything to photography and and my art who i am now yeah that's great yeah Yeah. chris we were chris had a great question you were saying about how does your process change yeah how does it change when you start working with other people because i imagine it's a whole lot different when you add another mind to it it is i i usually base it on a few things like if their wardrobe or if it's a creator like their wardrobe or like their personality i try to uh think of ideas that surround that or location too it depends what i have access to because i can create anything and so i just need like a a starting point but if it's with myself i know what i have and i control everything and so i can do like anything but with a person's a little bit more like controlled yeah and i shoot way more photos with another person too because i can like do different angles quicker yeah i mean you're at the whim of a tripod usually with yourself right yeah control yeah (laughs) and then (laughs) i'm usually doing like the same pose for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. i'm like "Mm, okay on to the next yeah with a person i'm like (laughs) yeah no for sure and i love that's like one of the i'm obsessed with process and i love people's work but i always am kind of thinking instead of like what it's how like how did Mm -hmm. they do that so i really love and appreciate your behind the scenes posts and i don't know if that actually has to do with specifically brand deals like they want that or you just enjoy and it's another form of content sort of behind the scenes but i love that and i think it's like even more you can almost not enjoy it more but seeing the final image like it's a it's a different it hits a little different when you see the quick little snippet behind it does and for so long like when i started i i never showed my process and also stories wasn't a thing so i didn't really and like also carousel like you couldn't do more than one post in one post and so instagram has slowly evolved and like with all those changes i've i've adjusted my my process especially like now with tiktok like Mm -hmm. showing the behind the scenes is so natural and so now i've like because like before i also had the preconceived notion of hey if i show the behind the scenes it loses its magic because you don't right because then you know how i that did makes it sense. that makes sense but then also people don't know how i did it because like the editing part is also like so complicated that people are like whoa it went from like this raw footage of yeah. you shooting to this magical thing mm-hmm. and so people still know still don't know um and it's still magical in the end it just makes people appreciate it more totally like I said. Think it, yeah it's definitely magical and like uh, also 
this day and age, like people are more attuned to Photoshop or just photo manipulation. So it's, but also like I haven't seen, I'm sure there's plenty of photographers who are awesome doing surrealist stuff, but like you murder it, dude. I feel like you're the goat of it all. Thank you. Yeah. No, Thanks. for real. That's oh, the last compliment you get. Up. Oh, okay. Where did uh, Escaping Youth come from, that name? Uh, truthfully, I was just looking for two words to stick together in middle school. I was like, mm, escaping and youth. Oh, really? okay. That's it was going to be that or haunted ghost. Oh. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I'm glad I glad went with the latter. latter You're yeah. both available, but yeah. <laughs> but before the first oh name, <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of. Yeah. Oh no. The oh. first name that I had was Shoddy Seth. Seth is my last yeah. name, which is equally as cringy. Um, I'm gonna start calling you that. No, no, please don't. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but escaping youth has slowly gained meaning instead of just being two words together because I feel like I'm a very youthful person. I, I dress very colorfully and mm -hmm. I act like a kid. You're also but, quite young. Yeah, I'm also, I'm very young, but I'm also getting older. And so as I get older, escape youth, I'm yeah, of course, retaining that's, the, the youth. Yeah, so I guess you were pretty profound back in the day when you made that. A happy accent, yeah, right. <laughs> genius, yeah, yeah, right. Lucky genius, even genius. know it. <laughs> yeah. Savant, Instagram, savant. savant. Yeah. Um, and now, like, I want to talk currently because there's so much going on, especially just the world we're in. Like, you, your platform is massive. First of all, TikTok, Instagram, the work you're doing is at a high level, and you're just you have the craziest brand deals. Like, are you just sleeping on? piles of funny <laughs> yeah i go home and just like <laughs> just like lay out on my couch and like we don't oh. have to talk about my specifically but but working and because again you're so young but you didn't go to college did you i did i oh, finished really? college oh you told me that i just yeah. forgot if you did or not yeah okay so shout out to you for doing Redu that reluctantly but I yeah did, did you? was it why uh i went for creative advertising where'd you go james madison university in Virginia? Yeah, it was in Southern Virginia. Okay. And my parents wanted me to go, and I was like, okay, nah. And I went for creative advertising. Seemingly perfect for what I did, but I went for like a year and a half, and I became like sad because it was mm. more of the agency part of it. It was copywriting. It was creating briefs, and that's something that I've, yeah. been, I've been really familiar with for the past few years and don't like. I just like creating. And so it was the it was like the other side and I wasn't gonna do that as my job. And so I dropped out of that and then thankfully well quarantine was actually really helpful for me because it made me go online because I was about to drop out. But also my parents would not have liked that. So you went to an online school, you started taking classes online, you're saying? Yeah, it was still it was still the same school, but like online. Okay. And then I switched over to Spanish as my major. Whoa. Yeah. Who did we just talk about that was a Spanish major? Oh, maybe it was you. When we were walking back, we were getting dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And what was the reason behind that? My Well, it was my minor, but my mother is from Spain. Oh, okay, so right. And your grandma's in Barcelona. Yeah, my, my aunt's in Barcelona, uh, and so I've always been around Spanish and been mm -hmm. kind of speaking Spanish throughout my life. And cool. so uh, very natural and also like so different than what I'm doing with art. And I want it to be like that. I don't want to do like the same thing over and over. That's so awesome. Hemispheres. My grandma actually lived in Madrid for 30 years. Really? So I've been to Spain quite a bit. Ooh. And I... I love it. I mean, I have no like evidence because I don't study other languages, but I have a very... I love languages mm -hmm. and like I love watching polyglot videos on YouTube and I've like one if I had like if we rubbed this genie right here and I got three wishes one of my wishes would probably be able to would to be would to speak every language because I love yes. it communicating with different people I also just love I think other languages are beautiful anyways mm -hmm. that's the mini rant but that's so cool and I respect that yeah yeah I, and I Mi finished amor. Do people ever call you flaquito? Flaquito, flasi, si. Is that that might be a little swear word actually? No, just a little skinny. Yeah, I thought I was like skinny bitch or skinny, something. No. <laughs> Is it not? I think it's just skinny, like little skinny. Okay, but like little like skinny. my like my little skinny girl. Um. Well, I worked at this. I worked at Bar Taco, like a taqueria. And yeah. I was the expeter. I would talk to all these. I just don't know slang, so maybe it is. Yeah. So I didn't mean that offensive. Maybe some of the people <laughs> on uh, listening Spanish, but I used to talk to all of these uh, 
uh, what were they? Colombian girls who were in the kitchen and I loved them and they were like my age and they would, they would call me Flaco, Flaco. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, anyways. Skinny Maybe skinny. We'll, <laughs> I think I meant handsome, but they said I meant skinny. Yeah, no, definitely skinny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, definitely skinny. We'll edit that out. But um, we were talking about brand deals. So back to the college thing. Yes. So at this time, clearly you had a massive platform and you were making money? Yes, I started making money when I was 14. Really? Just from the platform? Yes. And so companies were starting to yeah. pay me like $50. And I was like, whoa! Yeah, 50. of course. I mean, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. When I was 14, I didn't even know like what the world was, let alone <laughs> making money from taking photos and posting them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. And so slowly it was, it was more and more. And then bigger companies started to notice me. I think Adobe started to notice me when I was 16. Holy and then I started working with my agency I'm signed with now. Um, four years ago mm. and they're great i've been with them ever since they help with all the outreach and brand deals that i i get mm -hmm. and so um it's a lot smoother now so that's wonderful and i want to talk about that but yeah. your decision to go to college because like you did it for your parents but you were making money you also had a pretty big platform mm -hmm. assuming you're gonna do even more well and grow so why the decision to go to college was that just to make your parents happy? Really? Basically, yeah. Because that's like a lot of money and like a lot of commitment to maybe take away from your other job. I'm not yeah, ripping yeah. on the decision. I'm just trying to like, you know, kind of put you on the spot of why. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. But my parents were like, just in case this doesn't work okay. out. And I'm like, but get that degree. Will. Yeah, get that degree just so we can be happy. And get that degree, that shoddy. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I mean, you did it, which is great. And, and I just degree. finished in May. I'm that's, years, I'm baby. I'm happy for you and I'm not trying to rip. I feel yeah. like I always go down the like what the fuck did you go to college? Like <laughs> drop out, baby. Eh, I like left school. I wish I did. I wanted to But so I left school bad. with not a huge following. Like yeah. I I like had zero there was no social media success. This was way before like YouTube started doing better and I could make money from it. And it was just like, oh, this sucks. I can learn by my anyways. But like yeah. you are in a we're in a more unique position where you had like an amazing kind of already job. So young. Mm -hmm. That was your passion. So that's why I was just curious. Yeah, it, it was the parents, but I somehow managed my time in between like schoolwork and brand work. It mm -hmm. was it was super overwhelming mm -hmm. um, a lot of times. And especially when I started traveling like sophomore year for speaking gigs and conferences Holy and stuff crap. it was hard to get like excuse absences and my grade would get docked really low yeah. and then i'd be like really stressed and so it was it was stressful it sounds like sure. a lot to balance yeah, yeah yeah it was a lot and i think a lot of kids um kind of are in that space of confusing and balancing not everyone maybe is as successful as you are that age but I mean, I don't know about you. I get a lot of DMs and a lot of kids asking, what do you think about schools? Is it worth mm. it? Like, I want to pursue this or I have these interests that I've been working on. And it's hard to give advice when you don't even know people, right? Obviously, but I just say my experience, what I thought. And like, I'm totally for higher education in certain realms if you're ready and mature enough for it. But if you're not, I think, yeah. you know, take time off. Yeah. find yourself do something wacky and crazy yeah that's totally fine i think there's many different paths and not for sure one one of them can be right for you one can can't be right for another person so yeah um and so on the similar thread of brand deals because i love to talk about the business side especially when people from social media are on and chris and i, I think are equally into it um like has something i struggle with and I'm going to direct it to you, like, has your passion and hobby as a photographer been skewed a little because of the overarching pressure of making money and brand deals and mm. sort of not bending a knee at all, but in that vein to the brand to make money? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Is there any of that emotional distress deep within your core and your soul? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, not a lot. I think when there is a bunch of brand deals all at once and like I have no time but to do brand deals and no time for personal work mm -hmm. that I'm like, I, I'm not creating art. I'm creating like ads. But right, because in my core, I want to create like art. And so um, before when like I first started, 
integrating products into my photography it was very natural it was like a skirt or a shirt right it was just like me tagging it and this was also yeah it was it was perfect it was before um influencer marketing was really a thing Mm. and so um it was fun for me but now that it's like a little bit more serious um i'm not like boggled down by like the brand or like the money it's just like the the time sure yeah yeah and also like kudos to you dude like you're you're such like a you're a massive business and you're balancing all these things and like good for you dude like i just love it you you inspire me to just be a master and i think you probably inspire a lot of people who just just running your own business and all the thing it's just so Mm -hmm. commendable yeah and you're killing it you know oh thank you yeah i would love to see your your books because it would probably make me feel (laughs) bad (laughs) oh my photo book no well i love your photo book we had that on the notes but no just like (laughs) just your bank account oh (laughs) Ah, those books (laughs) those books um but i'm just like slowly as we're talking and trying to um analyzing you again it's like you're such an old wise sage (laughs) you know maybe you're like six thousand years old seen a million suns but you're in this young beautiful colorful form yeah just like making photos but like you've been around since the beginning of instagram and i'm not trying to toot your horn horn so hard but it's like so interesting working with brands before like you said you know influencing um whatever brand deals were a thing and now it's like people's career it's so normal like it's entirely normal when three years ago people were like what mm-hmm. make money on instagram you know it's like so you've been really you know forged from the beginning of time which is so cool so let me ask you that as a follow-up mm-hmm. what do you see your business and or the social media business of advertising like where is it going forward is tiktok obviously this new realm but even past that have you thought about that yeah i well, every year uh, I want to do something different, bigger, and I've been doing photography and like influencer work for a while, and I, I really love it still. Like I love creating, um, and especially with this like new phase of life of not being in college and having more time and and events happening again. Um, I want to do more like in person stuff, whether it be like galleries or events, mm. or maybe do a kids show. That would be really cool. A, a TV kids show. Yeah. Whoa. I want to do like cartoon TV kids show. Wow. Yeah. The exclusive. Yeah. Wow. So that'd be really cool. Uh, I want to do stuff like that I'm not comfortable doing. And so that's what I, that's why photography was so attractive to me is because I have no idea what I was doing. I was just like, buttons, 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 numbers. Ah, <laughs> and, then, and then somehow after a million tries, it looked okay. Mm-hmm. And then I never post it. And so, yeah, uh, I want to continue doing things that are new and interesting to me um i think nfts are also a big thing too yep we well, i would love to talk about that because one of your big brand deals is coinbase but mm-hmm. uh, wait sorry I, I i'm gonna stop talking about the brand deals because we've done <laughs> enough of that and i feel like it's just beating the dead horse yeah but nfts because you did release your own nfts and you aside from making money through um brand deals like it's hard for digital artists preceding the nf or before the nft world to make money to sell their work because of course spending 10 hours on an edited photo is a piece of artwork but it's mm-hmm. on the computer anyone can send it to each other and it, like you couldn't really i mean of course there's ownership but it wasn't be able to be dealt in the traditional sense of a painting or something like that and now the world is different so when did you get into nfts and it's kind of perfect for you. And how's it been going? Yeah, it's... And how are you doing? It's... I'm, I'm okay. Doing good? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I first got into NOTs a few months ago. Um, I didn't know anything about the space, really. It's really a lot to wrap your head around. Oh, yeah. And I'm still wrapping my head around Me too, it. dude. Yeah. And so I released a few of my own NFTs without a strategy i was just like "Hmm." well i did make them special i i made like my photos into cinemagraphs which is something i'm not used to but what is that it's like the moving photos oh so like a gif yeah there's like a okay so like a okay yeah yeah so like our flowers would be popping out we have we'll we'll pull some we have some i think i know what you're talking about i didn't know that word actually good new word let me let me write that down cinemagraphs Yeah. <laughs> so they were cinemagraphs and 
um, I let them out for a bidding. I didn't do anything with them because I got really overwhelmed. I was like, what am I doing with these? And was this during know. the pop of like last April, May, whenever it was like, NFT, NFT. Mm, no, it was a few months ago. So okay. it was a little bit after. <laughs> so I failed to like communicate with people in the NFT like Twitter space. Yeah. And that's where like a lot of my friends who were digital artists were and they like knew everyone in the space. And that's how people discover you eventually. And so, I was scared of Twitter. I was like, whoa, different social media platform. I'm like not used to it. I'll just use Instagram and, and TikTok. Um, but most of them are on Twitter. And so I, I didn't do that. And like, because of that, I was I was like, okay, let me just push this project to the side yeah. for a few months yeah. and then come back to it. And then uh, Coinbase reached out because they saw I had minted it and they wanted to work with me on different activations they were doing at festivals. And also like now with their new NFT platform that they're coming out with in the next month or so. And so that'll be super huge. And, and I just attended NFT NYC. Yeah, I a saw. bunch of the parties were crazy, but I got to meet so many oh my cool God. artists. You're so in the people. loop. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel more secure. You, my claws are in. Oh, man. <laughs> Ready to rumble. Yeah. Let me be your shadow. I bet <laughs> you're so in the loop. Because I saw your friends were like on the... Um, the uh, Times Square billboards for their shit, which is crazy. Yeah. A lot of them were featured uh, for like one day. It was like the biggest, um, I think it was the biggest billboard and one of the biggest. And they were just on a loop, all their artwork. And then That's some of the other ones had other ones crazy. on billboards for days. What is crazy. the new platform Coinbase is coming out? Is it a marketplace specifically for NFTs? Yeah. Holy shit, that's going to rock the world. The waitlist is already like bigger than the users on OpenSea, which is super, Whoa. super Wait, big. Wait, shit. Yeah. And, and so, did you just get a straight Disney pass cut the line? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I'm going to be one like one of the first ones, I guess. And they're also going to like promo my, my work. And they so best it's going to be great. That's so sick. Hopefully. What is it called? I think it's just Coinbase. So it's just like a part of their thing. That's so yeah. smart of them. It's so smart. It's so oh, smart. I have no idea about this. And like the Shit. platform <laughs> itself is like built out like Instagram almost. Like oh, you can comment so and like smart. on their NFT, which is not something that you can do on others. No, I mean, it's yeah. totally. How interesting. It is. Oh, my gosh. It Damn. is. So the wait, li the wait list is for people to post stuff. Yes, or just to join it. Um, I, I don't know if artists can just like immediately go. It's like an application process, right. uh, but it probably is like an application. Thing yeah, and there's probably millions. And, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. very exciting. It, it is. Yeah, I'm very, ugh, people are hitting me up night and day about, Want to mint, can we mint your work, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was just like so busy. I've been so busy. Yeah. And, and maybe in like a year or two, I'll regret not going into it. But I will do some NFT stuff because it's, amazing and you i would also do really really well with your artwork it's on the board yeah i have a little thing that oh, says it eight cyclopses nfts but it like is. do well in what it's i feel like it's a lot of sadly similar to the real world we've talked about this before nepotism it's like if you're mm -hmm. not on the big thing like i know you're on rarible now um but rarible nifty it's like you kind of have to be on those platforms and get some promotion or else because i don't know i have some you know following fanship mm -hmm. but maybe you know 0.2% of those people actually have crypto and are willing to even buy something, you know? So yeah. it is still like a... That's like, that's kind of what I was thinking too is because my followers are, a lot of them are young too, mm. especially TikTok. That's why I didn't really use TikTok to help promote it because mm -hmm. it wouldn't really transfer. Instagram is a bit more and also there's more artists on there. Um, so it did transfer a little bit, but like the real one is Twitter. Twitter, you think so? Yeah, it, that's where everyone Never is. been on it. Yeah, it's, I don't really use it either. So yeah. I'm like, how do I use this platform? I've never, yeah. I Slowly just, learning. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, reading three tweets a day just lowers your life expectancy. Yeah, <laughs> especially with all the social media apps that you have now. Right? It's like, oh my God, like four different ones to go through. I'm severely <sighs> addicted yeah. in a toxic, toxic way. I need to... I still haven't re-downloaded TikTok. I deleted it like off my phone, like I think like nine days ago. Oh, good. And I'm feeling limber and wonderful. I don't really go through the For You page anymore. Oh, what was yeah. on your For You page before? I like this question. 
very very um unforgivable things i probably can't mention no i don't know it was just normal things comedy stuff every, little everything that's i never yeah. follow like from the get-go i follow friends like fritz tom my other everyone like homies but the for you page is the only reason i went on tiktok was to yeah. just discover the most bizarre corners of human existence <laughs> and just comedy stuff right okay right. yeah sorry did i not answer that well what would could you define your for you page uh it changes it's a lot of like geographical like if i'm in new york restaurants in new york or like activities. oh really yeah, yeah. okay but if i'm talking about something like near my phone it'll come up in my for you page mm -hmm. Lots of photography and art and like comedy too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I'm simping relationship stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, just, shut up, shut up, shut just up. Just people. I don't like this. Have you seen those like time lapse of just like people cuddling? No, it's like the hour one. It's like, oh my God, this makes me feel dreadful. Oh God. <laughs> the comment section of those videos are the best though. Everyone's just like, oh, jumping off a bridge. Yeah. Right yeah. Throwing up, shaking, it's crying. It's so like intimate and like kind of weird and yeah, like too forward. Weird. Like every 20 minutes, they just like move positions and they like, it's super like insane cuddling but yeah i mean <laughs> i've seen it it's interesting i don't know i'm, I'm just I, usually when i watch tiktok i'm sure i'll be on it soon it was at night like right before i went to bed <laughs> yeah when your brain is just like mashed potatoes and you're just like what is this <laughs> yeah you're like not really thinking about anything. yeah just... and you see the guy whoa you've been you're just like shut up shut dude. Up. i'm, I'm <laughs> going i'm still going <laughs> three hours i Has know it's 5 a.m anyone ever it should like make you watch it at least you get to just swipe yeah. right past it what's the yeah they should they make you should make you watch it for like a minute yeah you know <laughs> you're like fuck this <laughs> um chris you want to pull up some of those images because we we have a couple sadly we, we don't have enough time to like do a demo like with you of your photoshopping thing i would love mm -hmm. to see that maybe one day maybe yeah. you've released stuff but we have we have a full a uh, few of your um Pieces, some old, some new. You want to start from the oldest, Chris? We have the, uh, no, it's the one before that. It's the Longing for Love, which is 2014. Oh, my God. Do you remember this? Yeah. And can I we, do so this it. is like, we scrolled down all the way from Escaping Youth, your wow. main page. And this was like the first one that I saw that was like full blown, like a big narrative, like a whole world, like a little fantasy snapshot. Yeah. And so can we, can we talk about it? Like, what was your, was this, was that true? Was this one of your bigger edits? It, it I don't was. know. A, a lot of the photos back then, I think this is like 2013, 14. I think is, it said 14. Yeah. Yep. As th a lot of these, this one was. Uh, already existing like landscapes, but I, I com composited this one. Yeah. But um, instead of like me putting elements in, which is what I do now, I usually try to like put I, elements in. I see, in. right, right, right. I was just putting, like cutting myself out, putting myself. You were putting you in. Yes. Yeah, okay. So like that dress, I didn't have that dress. I put myself in that dress. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, is your arm, is that your arm? Yeah, it's my arm. Okay. Yeah. I was oh, holding wow. the flowers, but everything wow. else is like okay, just well, put together. Me. I oh, the you thought it was real? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. So this is like uh, amazing. And yeah. also, well, I want to look at others, but like this must have been really vulnerable for you to do, to be posting right on the internet. Like, yes. I mean, I don't know your self-confidence level or like how cool and open you are, but it took me years to even show my friends and family that i was making youtube videos about mm -hmm. me and like doing vlogs but like you know this is kind of like super creative super putting yourself out there were you did you have hesitations or nervous and i don't know do you know what i mean uh maybe in the beginning a little bit just like i was afraid of like it just flopping and i just looked like a complete oh, okay dummy but i had like a good community already and right. so i was like okay at least someone will like it. And I actually liked the idea of being different and like looked at a little bit weird. And cool. so if people did, then ah, good. Kudos. <laughs> Hells yeah. Good. That's awesome. All yeah. right. This one's uh, Best Friends. Oh, Best Friends. And this friends. is 2006. And I love yes. this one because obviously it's like a miniature. You're, you've shrunken down, right? Yeah. I'm assuming you took a photo dude you would be so good on vfx artist react do you know corridor digital no what is that uh, do you know that chris okay anyways you don't know the corridor digital crew huge youtubers i'm sorry this is a tangent but they are like 
I, I started out as making YouTube videos and like did like um, VFX, like oh. like CGI, and they've done it for like like since the beginning of YouTube. And now there's this huge studio, make awesome videos, and they have a a show. It's it's like a podcast where they have like directors from major motion pictures and they go through and kind of guess how they did the CGI and all this stuff. And like, <gasps> and then cool. it's really cool. Sorry. You, you would really love it. Yeah. I really think you would remind like. me of it later. But I'll So now I'm thinking up. of myself. I want to guess how you did this. So I'm guessing. Like, did you take this photo, some macro shot, and then you took photos of yourself. I don't know if that's your dog or not. And then you just shrunk it down. Maybe you added some cast shadow. Is it your photo? Is it your snow photo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is that basically... I mean, this is kind of like an easy one, I'd say. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's done pretty. really well. Like, did you even bloom out the light in the background? Like, uh, do you remember? No, it was golden hour. So, like, all that light was there. I probably... I made it more golden. I just, like, used colorful layers to make it more golden. And then that wasn't my dog. I just found that dog on the okay, internet. Nice. <laughs> and I created a golden hue around this. So, it, like, had the yeah. same golden hue around yeah, me, Yeah, it too. looks like the... Yeah, the... Yeah. And Oh, I remember. So, you see the footsteps? I, like, put my finger in. Oh, like that. Nice. So, like, footsteps. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a huge... Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. The, the footsteps for the dog look a little large. Yeah, I don't know if I made footsteps for the dog. Maybe I like try to edit them in. No, but... I'm just picking, but it's great. I really like this one. All right, let's Thank do the you. next. And these are super current. And this is one of the ones you say the sweet word that I forgot. I wrote it down, but it seems to just be a scribble. Oh, what was the word you used? These... Cinemagraph. Because this one was also, was this one of the NFTs? All right, so we just snagged a snapshot, but this is those daisies are blooming, right? Mm-hmm. Up and it's kind of just looping. Yeah. But this is just this was amazing. Insane. This was my favorite is it? ever. Oh, wait. Also, this was the one that you hit a million and you had the bet with your mom. Yeah. Bingo. Or right? Or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. This was, I hit a million on TikTok because I made a bet with my parents that if I could hit a mil- million within like two weeks and what I was at like 300K. Fuck? Oh, okay. I thought you meant just from zero to a million. Well, I was at 300K and then a million in, in two weeks, but then I gained a million in 24 hours oh like hit a million in 10 hours because the video blew up within like which seconds. video do you remember yeah I have we'll put video. it we'll overlay it it blew up within the first few seconds because i was what like this fudge? might be a flop i don't know first but few people seconds yeah i could tell it was going within the first few seconds oh i was like holy shit i just watched throughout the night that it kept like keep it kept going kept going oh, there yeah natalia i don't really want to yeah, I made a million, blah, 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 and a June, whoa, whoa. And I introduced, like, my my work and everything again. And so I was basically like, these are my whoa. photos. Imagine if you could take them or if I could take them from the sky. And So are you narrating it right now? Yeah. Okay, maybe I should have put the headphones on, but wow. <laughs> so that's me explaining my work. And then also it was, like, Pride Month, and so I was like, I'll be posting, like, rainbow-themed photo mm-hmm. shoots on tiktok and instagram which also promoted my instagram it gained like 200k plus like after that and i was already at like 200k so it was crazy oh my god yeah and so back to the back to the image so you did this as like the reward or as the finale finale yeah the cherry hey this just happened with your parents can we dissect this a little yeah so i think you kind of gave away this is a drone shot it's a, directly above you. Yeah. I'm guessing that's a real dress. It is a real dress. It's a wedding dress that I bought at... Okay, so uh, it's white. Yeah. Okay, wow. So you put all those colors on it. Be- yeah. This is such an amazing shot. Thank and you. I think, obviously, I'm going to guess the unicorn is fake. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But even like the daisies, I don't know how you did the cinema, gra- uh, the cinema, I forgot the word again. I don't care. <laughs> but like even like the drop shadows on the vines, like you did all, you had to do all of that, right? Like that looks tedious. Yeah, it was. It was. And also like creating like a, all the like little vines so it all looks good and like, but. Is your hair real? Or is that a wig? Wig. Damn, it's so sweet. Wig. Uh, wedding dress. I added the horn on the horse i bent its legs so i looked up white horse galloping oh. and then it was like and then i just like yeah they're they have some weird kneel yeah. knees and shins so i just bent it so it looked like it was laying next to me <laughs> and then i and i like fixed the hair and stuff yeah. and then added the rainbow to both of us 
the rainbow is really cool i mean uh, immediately the you and the dress i love it yeah my dad had flown the drone but he like is kind of not novice well yes novice Mm -hmm. he he doesn't really know how to fly the drone properly and so he was we lost the screen he was we're back we're back trying to we got it back he was trying to fly it for like 30 minutes while I was laying on this like hot ass ground. <laughs> and I was just like suffering as the, the sun was baking me. And then my dad's like, okay, I think I got it. And then it'd be nothing. Like the drone wouldn't fly. I'd be like, really? what is happening? Yeah, and so, so I was like, I can't get up. And you're just I'm like, like I, I can't move. And so it was really simple, like, to just fly, just go up. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, he Dad. got it. And then I kept having to, like, direct, uh-huh. like, how to, to like, be directly above me. Yeah, like, all yeah. The way it here. looks perfectly, like, perpendicular yeah, or whatever. It was very zoomed out. Like, that was very zoomed out, so I had to crop in a lot. But was it a photo of the megapixels, or is it, like, a video, and you just took a snapshot from the video? It was a photo. Okay, cool, because yeah. it's probably a higher quality. I was also screen recording okay. the entire time, and so I could have, like, all behind the scenes, too. Oh, and it, did you for this? Because yeah. this was pretty recent. Am I wrong? Uh, Yeah, it was uh, middle, beginning of quarantine, so, like, okay. April. Okay, like, in the past yeah. year. Yeah. So cool. I love this one. This and is favorite. Yeah, so the daisies pop up. Let's go to the other one. And I love this it's one, not too. because you're naked, but because <laughs> <laughs> Birth of Venus is one of the, like, the most epic paintings by Botticelli ever. Yeah. And I've actually seen it in the <gasps> Uffizi in Florence, which is there. You should go because that would be cool. Um, and I just love the throwback to the great masters. Yeah. And I think also you nailed it. Like this one is so... Yeah. ethereal it's like it's it, it's dreamy it's fantasy yeah. it's so soft i love the bloom it's it's great i had all these clouds or like pillow stuffing that i put around mm-hmm. my feet but i did end up using it i like found other clouds that i i edited in and like made the entire backdrop the backdrop was just like a white wall mm-hmm. and so i added everything in i had a wig um and just used like my like $50 softbox lights yeah. to light it. And so right. it's very simple. Yeah, these are super cheapos, but they work great. Yeah, there's, yeah, you don't need like expensive lights for good photo. No. No. You just need a lot of light. That's, I think, a the lot thing. of light. Usually, well, for video specifically. Yeah. Video, you need a lot of light, but it doesn't yeah. need to be the best lights. Yeah. Um. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. It's just like, this one also looks very unified to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, yeah. And also, that's a wig. That's a wig. I have a lot of wigs. Yeah, crazy. Those wigs look really high quality. Are they expensive? Uh, 30, 40, 50. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe you just tweak it out to make it look nice. If I want like a colored hair, I can like change my hair color pretty easily. So yeah. even if I have red, I can change it. Yeah. But I have a very a lot of neutral wigs because mm. I've always have crazy hair. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, again, Normal I love that colors. going back to like you being the prop and like literally manifesting your work through yourself and how yeah. you look. I mean, a lot of people do that, I think, and you could just put that under the category of a style but yeah. i think it's wonderful and yeah. i always get gleeful when i see you you're rocking like pajamas and every color known to man yeah <laughs> and it's literally like extremely steamy it's only been getting hotter in this room and i, I was know. like natalia you could take your you know like no, vest off and she's like no not for the drip <laughs> yeah the drip. <laughs> um yeah these are awesome i love them and this one you didn't have anyone help you with this this is like just you in a room just Dolo. me yeah because that looks like kind of like with the wig and the, all the pillows it was a, pillow stuff, is it all real? no it's fake i had put pillow really? stuff yeah stuff all of that's holding? fake oh no that i'm holding yes okay it's real it's right real. it's like that yeah yeah i added more but it was also really difficult to like run back and forth from the camera and like make sure my hair is like that because mm-hmm. it kept falling off my head and then like the pillow stuffing wouldn't be right it'd be weird and mm-hmm. then like, yeah so did you obviously look at the birth of venus the original painting yeah 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 i made sure everything was right nice yeah love it thank you thank you yeah and i sure should that. know that mythological story and i think it's actually i don't know do you know the story behind the birth of venus it's like some gods like impregnated the water oh, and then I venus think, comes from oh. it i could be very wrong don't tell me it's probably within that right there mm. um the family tree of greek mythology oh cool yeah but yeah chris i'm so curious can you yeah i actually don't know i, I used to know and i should know and i'm gonna punish myself tonight it is in this mythical story it said that venus was born as a fully grown woman she was conceived in the titan Kronos, castrated his father yes and the severed genitals fell into the sea 
fertilizing it. Venus was believed by a woman to be represented the ideal version of a woman. Okay, so I was kind of right. <laughs> and I knew it was kind of like explicit. It was literally like the semen of uh, whenever the gods, you know, like being castrated, literally. That. Wow. But it's super famous. I mean, it's yeah. been painted many times, not just by Botticelli. Yeah. Um, I have a wonderful book on Botticelli out there. Um, but yeah, that Botticelli. got me amped up. Um, Chris, how long have we been going? Uh, like 52. Okay, awesome. We'll, we'll have a couple more things. Do you have anything you want to say or like that you're excited about? I mean, I always like to tell people... I mean, people ask me that. It was so funny. Let me go on a little rant here. Maybe I won't. Go. But I, I was in this like documentary I made and someone asked me like, what's next, you know, as like an artist. That's I feel like people ask you that. And I kind of said, oh, I don't know what's next. And then this other artist friend critiqued me and said, you should never say that. You should always have something to say. Like you're an artist. You're always communicating. And I took that mm. with a grain of salt. I don't think I believe that necessarily, but it's always made me think because I always am thinking about stuff, right? Like, I have yeah. I don't have enough space in my brain to kind of think about all the things I want to make or yeah. do because it's just you know a machine gun of rapid fire um, stuff. But what do you think about that? Like, are you always thinking about the next? We talked briefly about your TV show mm-hmm. or your in person things. Like, do you have other projects you're working on behind the scenes that you can tell us about or things you are interested in doing? Um, it sounds so like corny do i sound like a goddamn like robot i'm sorry natalia nah, nah, nah. what's it's, up what's yeah, your, what are you yeah. what are you doing what am i what am i thinking about what's in this brain i just space? black out when i go into those questions <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> i well it's basically like those things that i mentioned before mm-hmm. those are kind of just like big overarching big goals. they sound big so like no clue when it's gonna happen it's gonna happen sometime mm-hmm. but I, I try to, f- there's also a lot of clutter in my brain all the time. And, and I think also, um, like, it's highly, uh, forgetting the word, highly affected by, like, the things around me, like, in my environment. So, like, okay. New York, it's a little bit more noisier in here. And so, uh, when I go back to the suburbs in Virginia, I'm, like, more able to create better oh interesting. so because it's quiet you're a little more clear-headed more clear right and so i i think i just want to do like more series of of good work i just want to improve and Mm. and maybe like learn some video skills or Mm. um after effects or something wow because that'd be cool also like work with with other artists too yeah awesome i was literally just about to say that like collaborations i mean yeah i really really want you to help me with one of my projects remember me telling you about it that would be i don't know if i want to mention it because i want to keep it a secret but like I know you're so busy and I don't want you to no, just be I'd like, be yeah, sick. I'd love to. But like I would <laughs> sound like because you're so good. And also, I think you're I was just telling Chris before that you're editing and your the 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 fantastical softness of your images like that would be fun to paint. You know, like mm-hmm. the idea I could just say I want to do this Medusa thing where she's looking in a mirror and she's kind of looking at her beautiful self. There's this wonderful backstory about how Medusa became a Gorgon, mm-hmm. but not only to help you help you help me with a photo photo shoot because you're such an expert but then like even doing a mini edit or moving things around articulating it for then making a wonderful piece of reference that's mm-hmm. very fantastical yeah for then to me to paint yeah so i I'm definitely want you to do it do it, I definitely wanna do it. <laughs> thank you i think it'd be cool also not just for me like you could make a super awesome you know tiktok about it or you know it could be it would, mutual it's a good story and but it would be a project we would do together it wouldn't yes. be just be like you're helping me it would be like our project yeah if you're obviously but i don't want it to come off being like natalia <laughs> do this for me do this for me so i can create a masterpiece <laughs> but i think i've been thinking about it for a real long time i think it'd be really cool yeah i like the idea a lot i love mythology too mm-hmm. like i'm obsessed with it Hell back yeah. in like middle school high school and like i read all the recordian books and so definitely okay. on board with the idea okay maybe in the next six to seven years we can yes. do it yeah. yeah but i know you're so busy and i hate i hate asking people like you because no, I, I know you're with, so busy. I want to work with people like you, Okay, because cool. you're really cool. Okay, thanks. But Because yeah. like, people ask me to do a lot of stuff, and I'm always like, way too busy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Unless they're like mega cool. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm the same way. So yeah. I just use caution. But that would be great. I mean, there's no pressure, but maybe it would even be in 
2022 but i've been thinking about it i sent you that snapshot right mm -hmm. i literally just found a google image and i'm like this is so cool i want to paint it so bad it's just i saw it immediately and like you know me i love medusa and i was like i have to freaking paint this big also yeah. like maybe like four feet which yeah. is big for oil but um yeah, we should get weird together one time yes. and do something like that. Please, please. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say other than... Oh, yeah, should we do the Instagram? Yes, let's do the Instagram. See how many hundreds and hundreds of people... If you want to sit back, you can move the mic back to you. I feel like yeah, if you want to lounge. You're like, sitting back and then yeah. you can lean in. Yeah, you could... <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. This is perfect. I like this lounging. You're out of frame now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, where do I go? <laughs> no, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm not that incapable. All right, we got some good ones. Um, this is actually a good question. It's so basic by Finlay Belton. What do you find interesting and what inspires you? And that's like mm -hmm. a generic question all, a lot of us artists get. But I think yeah. actually I didn't really ask you about that. You said you're into like mythology, but what specifically maybe we could go into specific yeah like in inspires your uh narrative photos uh i'm inspired by like really random things i th i think like objects like i saw the eyeballs like oh, like that Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm inspired by a lot of different like objects uh combinations of colors or like mm. symmetry and like outside i like wes anderson type of like th that symmetrical mm -hmm. like plane um and so it's it's by very different things environment color objects mm. people if they have a very unique like characteristic trait or something mm. or like even like their personality that can shine through that'll be really cool um so it's a lot of stuff and then that not necessarily those things but that will you know go through the cog machine of your brain and come out with something that you want to make mm -hmm. yeah so I think that's what a lot of people get confused with. Again, not to just always bring it back on me, but like I love random shit and I'm shaped by my experience. And then through whatever my experience has been, I make things. But it doesn't have to do with like, you know, seeing this equals that, you know, it's like how you as Natalia internalize those things, I think. Right. is. And I don't want to speak for you, but I think that's like a good thing that people kind of miss. And of course, that's the most interesting thing, yeah. especially if you love an artist like what makes you make these things? Someone came to the studio the other day. was like, do you just see these heads in your mind? And I'm like, uh, no, actually. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what like. When he looks at people, yeah, he just someone, sees heads. Yeah, they're like, do you just see these in your head and you have to get them out? I'm like, no, it doesn't. That's not really like, I feel like I would be in like a psych ward if I just constantly oh, see. Just like, see that. Yeah. He's real. I just talk to him all the time. But I always love because I've heard other artists talk about that question really articulately and wonderfully. And I think I always try to be very cautious with what I say about the inspiration word. Mm -hmm. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't make sense. Why do you think... Oh, here's actually... This is a good question. Why do you think you've gained the following that you have? That's Magnus, Marilyn. Uh, good name. Love that name. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's because I've been pretty consistent with interacting with community. I think community is a big thing. And making sure that I like sound like a human and not just like... Eh. I'm just like detached from my work. I'm like very much in my work. Mm. And so I'm like interacting with people in the comments and stuff. Um, so they're where I'm like building a friendship too with all these people. I'm trying to. You're relatable. Yeah. I'm relatable. Well, you're just like a real person, like you said. I think yeah. that's totally apparent. Yeah. I'm I would say. To, trying to do like strategies too to like help grow my following. So like if it's like dipping, I'm like, fuck, what do I do? And then mm -hmm. I'll like think of a contest or the bet or something. Or yeah. like, yeah, I'll do something like that. And I'll, I also study trends a lot and like what people are doing to like, like gain mm -hmm. following or like, yeah, um, like business tactics too. Like my photo book, I, I, right before I did the drone video, I did a photo book video. Damn. And then, and also I did a preset video for my presets. Yeah. So both of oh. those sales, cause they, people go to the, your most recent course, ones. Yeah. And so like the sales for those like shot up. I can't imagine. And so my mind. <laughs> so You're a I, fucking I really, genius. 
bro. No, that's so smart. And I, it's so we've, we've had so not so many, but it's such a classic trend of people who are successful in your position that are calculated and are looking at the back end and mm-hmm. strategizing. Right? You've said that word. It's not just like you're talented and have a very fantastical imaginative mind, but you're also you know, a businesswoman. You're yeah. looking purposely, meticulously how to grow your business. And right. I freaking love that. Yeah. Both parts, baby. Can Both. I ask a question? Yep. What was it like putting your book together? How was that whole thing? Yeah, it was very surreal. I've never seen my work in a tangible form before. No like way. I never did any prints or anything. And so mm. it was all digital before that. Um, my publisher came to me three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Uh, they're called Thought Catalog. They do a lot of, they're based in New York and they do a lot of poetry books, a lot of art books. Um, their account on Instagram is really big. They post like kind of just like like feely like quotes and stuff, mm. poems from their books. But they're amazing. They helped me put together the book. Like they, I gave them all the photos and they suggested ideas. And then we came out with this idea of doing transparent fo- or papers. Whoa. So it's kind of like the PSD file if you separated it. <sighs> And oh so God. it's just one layer, but it's just like, yeah. you can flip it. And so that's so, in the book. Yeah. That's very cool. So there's four sections where it's like that. And the rest of the photos kind of correlate between like color composition. So they're next to each other. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was really cool putting it together. I got to go to New York and like sign all the pre-orders and ship them out. And yeah, it's still going. It's still available. Yeah, for sale. right. Like, we were looking at it. Yeah. That's so awesome. I can bring one next time. Awesome. That'd be, I'd love it. I collect art books. Oh. There's a lot of awesome YouTubers who like do Kickstarters for their drawings and art books. And I always love to get them because I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I love tangible stuff. Um, that's so interesting because you are like the opposite of tangible. Mm-hmm. I mean, not in a bad way, but like, yeah, you're a digital, predominantly digital <laughs> artist. I really, you know, write prints? People love prints, I bet, of yours. Oh, I've so I make prints with the the publishing company too, but I didn't really like promote them. Oh, I, okay. I kind of want to do like more like high scale mm-hmm. um, prints or like more readily available because those ones are kind of expensive. Yeah, like, they are framed and they're very like nice. G clay thick paper, yeah. super high. Yeah, um, they're, they're nice. Ink and color. So I want to have more available and like. Like just like like different options too yeah i'm sure you've gone a lot roxanne sylvia what's your favorite color oh dun, dun, dun. my favorite color is color <laughs> <laughs> that's such a bullshit answer come on you gotta give us something <laughs> i just made my brain scramble <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's probably a really hard question for you. That's yellow. Is it? Yeah. Yellow's like my favorite color. Oh, that dope. ass. Yeah. 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 I love it. I mean, actually, it's my favorite color to paint with. Like a yellow ochre, actually. Like a very earthy yellow. Mm. I don't know if you like get that specific. I'm I kind of like a snob. This yellow. <laughs> that yellow. Can, can golden marigold. Yeah. Cool. Yellow. Like a thick yellow. I think of that yellow like the uh, Quentin Tarantino title. Mm. It's not like a light yellow. It's like a dark, hearty, um, deep yellow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's my merch, actually. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I haven't come out with it yet. Surprise. What the heck? Yeah. It's inspired by one of my um, edits. I have this like floating on top of my head. So I just drew it. And then cool. it's like a whole set. Uh, shirt. And then the shorts. And the shorts have like, where are you going? And it's like a cow being adopted and the other couch is like staring at it <laughs> that's awesome yeah hell yeah yeah are you doing it through like an awesome company or is it like drop shipping, drop or? shipping nice think, yeah that's great yeah. you'd probably make it killing yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see just that's, for fun mostly but totally i mean but yeah color blast yeah yeah color is such an interesting topic my you would oh man dude you would love oil painting for the color mixing have you ever touched them or used oil paints i've used it before but i've never really like painted a whole thing right i'm not even talking about the painting part but like Mm. the color theory obviously is huge and i'm sure you're with it with your photos and even light like it's amazing how many um strings that are the same within 
the ideas of painting reality because we what we see is light you know Mm -hmm. light on a form within space that's kind of like the mantra of what painters are you paint light but same with photographs that's what a camera is doing that's what our eyes are doing so understanding like composition but also how light works and exposure but also color the back end of painting and the theory is like all that and it's Mm -hmm. so interesting so i think you would you would probably love it but specifically mixing oils there's nothing better man just yeah. the creamy goodness just of oils. Oil paints just to mix them. Dude, it, it talk about <laughs> talk about ASMR. We could do it literally. Nice. Like right now. I'm gonna yeah. I'm you gonna would t- love it. It's so wonderful. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to keep ranting. This was such a pleasure, and yeah. thanks for doing this. Of course, this is really great. This is a very great conversation. Okay, me too. I th- well, it's you're so easy to talk to and cool, and I feel like we're you're friendly great, and friends. Great host. Thanks, dude. Yeah. But um just start a podcast. Yeah, I don't know what else. <laughs> what did you say? I missed it. You <laughs> should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying. <laughs> but um yeah, I hope we can hang out more and I'm gonna keep pestering you. I know you're so busy, but to no, get this big project done. Me. It was it's needed. Yeah, you said last time you're yeah. like, just keep texting me, I don't respond. <laughs> and I was like, so I annoying. Know. It's so annoying. <laughs> I know like it's annoying. <laughs> but it makes sense. You're also so busy. So I respect that. I also respect the hustle. But what a pleasure. Check out uh Natalia also, obviously. Instagram, TikTok, killing it. Anything else you want to say? Thanks for having me, Slew. Of course. Yeah. Please come back anytime. Anya comes and chills. You are more than welcome anytime, any day. Woo. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you.